Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome for coming back to another episode in this podcasting series. In today's episode, as you can see from the title, I will be speaking about choose today whom you will serve, choosing the narrow gate, which is Jesus Christ, or are you going to choose the wide gate, which is the world and the system that the world brings? But before I get into this exciting podcast today, I just want to say a prayer for you guys as always. You know, we have to always give God thanks. We have to always glorify him and magnify his holy and precious name. So Heavenly Father, as I come before you today, Lord, I want to thank you so so very much for the listeners father god i want to thank you for who you are i want to thank you for your everlasting love for us your children father god you have woken us up another day it means you are not done with us yet father god because you have created us for a purpose father lord i pray that the listeners after hearing this podcast oh father god for those of us or for for those of them, I should say, who have not yet accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior, that they will choose you knowing that they have made the right choice, despite what the world has to say. Father God, I thank you yet again, and I pray, O Lord, that you will continue to strengthen them, continue to be with them, continue to guide us. Oh Lord, I'm not leaving myself out of it because I also need guidance on a daily basis. So Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So, hope you guys are doing well. Um, I, I, I don't know what happened, but for some reason I've developed a cold all of this week. And it has been such an annoyance. But I just have to, you know... Put it aside, move on and get on with what I'm doing. We can't let a little inconvenience, so to speak, get us down. So in our daily lives, we all have to make choices. You know, there are times when we make good choices and there are times when we make the not so good ones. Let's face it, at the end of the day, we are flesh and we are prone to to sin, You know, and as I said before, whatever choice we make, we have to live with the consequences, whether it is we make the good choice or whether it is we make the bad choice. So, you know, if you, for example, as you know, when somebody like kills someone and if that person gets caught, then they go to court, they go to a hearing and they get charged for murder. And that consequence is prison time. You know, and just as though we make choices throughout the day, throughout our daily lives, the Lord himself has given us a choice. Choose him and live or rebel against him and die. But unfortunately, you know, when you look at it, some of us have made the decision to rebel against the Lord Jesus Christ, which ultimately leads to death, not only physical death, but also spiritual death because without Jesus in our lives we are basically walking dead and we don't realize it you know in the book of kings first kings 
to be exact, chapter 18, verses 19 to 21, we read of the prophet Elijah who confronted the people of Israel and told them to make a choice. You need to choose. Yeah. And I'll read that for you. And it says here, now summon all Israel to join me at Mount Carmel along with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who are supported by Jezebel. So Ahab summoned all the people of Israel and the prophets to Mount Carmel. Then Elijah stood in front of them and said, How much longer will you waver hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. But the people were completely silent. And that is it. We have to make a choice. You know, if we want to serve God, we need to serve him wholeheartedly. When we have decided to come to him, we need to come to him a hundred percent. We cannot and must not come to God and then look out in the world and look at the things that we used to do and reminisce, so to speak, about it. Whilst I'm not saying anything is wrong with looking back in your past, don't get me wrong, but we mustn't long to go back there because when we come to God, we have the best and the best is yet to come when we have decided or when you have decided to come to Christ. Another example where the people were given a choice is in the book of Joshua chapter 24 verses 14 to 15 where it says that the children of Israel were told by Joshua and it says here so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates river and in Egypt Serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods of your ancestor your ancestors serve beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. And it is so wonderful. The people of Israel, if you read in the Old Testament, the children of Israel. They were constantly sinning against God and God constantly forgave them. But Joshua, if you know the account of Joshua, after Moses died, he took over leading the children of Israel into the promised land. And I guess Joshua was fed up with their constant to, to and fro, to and fro, deciding today, undecisive tomorrow. And Joshua said, listen, are you going to serve the gods of your ancestors, the gods that your, your ancestors served in Egypt? Or are you going to serve the gods of the Amorites whose land that you're currently living in? Choose today. And Joshua made a bold statement that says, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And this is what you, this is what I need to do. This is what we all need to do. We need to make a bold statement and let others know it doesn't matter what God you are serving. It doesn't matter what you are doing. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. 
you know and as i said in those two examples you know we can see that clearly we are given a choice there is absolutely no middle ground when it comes to the lord it is all or nothing and you know how many times have we heard people say i am not for or i'm against but i'm on the fence that is the middle ground and when it comes to the things of god there's no middle ground because the tendency is when you are in the middle ground, the tendency is you may end up going back out into the world. So when you have chosen to serve God, you need to serve him wholeheartedly. You know, and in the book of Revelation, Jesus tells us himself about lukewarmness. And this can be found in Revelations chapter 3 verses 15 to 16 and it says here you know the lord jesus says here i know all the things you do that you are neither hot nor cold i wish you were one or the other but since you are like lukewarm water neither hot nor cold i will spit you out of my mouth this message was for the church of laodicea and that is it. We can't be lukewarm when it comes to the Father. It's either we're in, in, sorry, which is cold, or we're out. Sorry, what am I saying? It's either we're out, which is cold, so that means we're rebelling against him, or we're hot for him, meaning that we are serving him wholeheartedly. We are his children, we are a part of his kingdom, we are willing to do the work, we are willing to go the extra mile, we are giving it our haul, we are giving it our hundred percent. You know what? The thing is that many people, how should I put it now? We are not promised that we will have an easy life when we come to Christ. As a matter of fact, that's when the heat turns up. Why? Because the devil has lost us from his camp. The devil has lost us from his um, sort of, I wouldn't say disciple, but the devil has lost us. So that's when he turns up the heat to basically get us back to come in to serve him. Yeah. However, the Lord tells us that he will never leave us or forsake us. You know, and this is found in Hebrews 13 verse 5 so no matter what it is you're going through the lord will never leave you and he will never forsake you why would the lord do that we are his children at the end of the day and when we have decided to come to him when we have chosen to serve him that is when he protects us even more he covers us under his wings under his feathers i think it says in the psalms you know, let us, let us choose Jesus because when we have Jesus, we have all that we need. And that is it. All that we need, not all that we want, because as human beings, we have a tendency to say, I want, I want. But the thing is not what you want. It's a need. Even the Bible says it. That the Lord will supply all our needs. He didn't, it didn't say that he will supply our wants. And the need here is a spiritual need. 
and thirst that can only be quenched when we come to Jesus. So choose Jesus because this is one decision, my brothers and sisters, that you will not regret. regret sorry. Our money cannot save us. Our jobs cannot save us. The earthly things that we see around us are temporary. It is so sad that so many of us have worked, 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 worked to build this ideal life, worked to build this imaginary way to say, well, once I have this, I will be satisfied. Once I have this, I will be happy. But how many people have you seen who work so hard of absolutely everything and in the end of it they are as miserable as can be and they are one of the saddest persons you have ever met why because they have not chosen Jesus it is only a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that can satisfy and it is only a relationship with him that will fill that void in our hearts you know when you look at it so many singers we on the other side who don't have all that money when we look at some of these movie stars and singers we are saying and then we hear the tragic end of them where they take overdosing drugs or something terrible happen and you look at it we with our human thinking say but they have all this money they have such a glamorous lifestyle what have could have caused them to end up in such a way what it is, they did not have Jesus. They were trying to fulfill, to have that satisfaction with everything which are temporary. The only satisfaction that will fill our hungry hearts is having a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, in Second Corinthians, the Apostle Paul who was so radical for Jesus to the point where he said he is bound in the spirit. In 2 Corinthians 6, he wrote, As God partners, we beg you not to accept, we beg you to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and ignore, and then ignore it. Sorry. For God says, At just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today, is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. You know, not tomorrow. Why? Because tomorrow is promised to no man. Why take the risk with where you will spend eternity? Because the thing is, what people don't understand, when we close our eyes in this physical world, we will open it again in the spiritual world. And that is it. Why take the risk? Why would you want to take the risk of when you close your eyes, not repenting, not coming to God, not choosing to follow him, and you close your eyes in this life, and when you open it again, you're standing in front of him being judged. You will know what's coming to you. Why? Because all along, all the time you hear people preaching and speaking about Jesus, all of that flashback will come and you will then say, oh my goodness, it is 
true he actually exists you know i often say to people you have nothing to lose if at the end of it when we take our last breath then that's it that's the end of us our body is in the ground dusted and rotten away that's the end of it we haven't lost anything but what if what if what christians are saying is true that there is a god why take the risk you have nothing to lose but you have absolutely everything to gain when you have decided when you have made the choice to follow jesus do not take such a risk with your eternity eternity is a long time eternity is forever there is no end to eternity and when you read the scriptures we are promised by the lord that if you fail to come to him you will be separated from from him for eternity that is the second death because the first death is physical but the second death is a spiritual death can you imagine being in a place where it's total anguish it's total it's just total anguish everywhere people are crying around you why take the risk in experiencing something like that you know the scripture tells us that hell was not made for us humans it wasn't made for us but by not choosing jesus christ we are sending ourselves there no god is not sending us to hell when you fail to come to him when you fail to come to jesus christ and accept him as your personal lord and savior you have made the choice and as i said earlier our choices have consequences the good consequence or the bad consequence so i am imploring on you choose jesus choose today whom you will serve choose jesus choose the lord of our lives choose the lover of our souls choose today whom you will serve make it in your heart to say as for me and my household we will serve the lord and serve him wholeheartedly wouldn't it not be wonderful to know that when you have chosen jesus when you close your eyes in this life and you open it you will hear him say well done well done good and faithful servant come and receive your prize choose jesus we are not promised a life here on this earth where everything is going to be okay we are not promised prosperity but we are promised that the lord will never leave us nor forsake us we are promised that he will hold us he will comfort us he will be there with us so i implore upon you again choose life choose jesus because jesus is life the scripture tells us that narrow is the gate and few find it choose the narrow gate 
do not choose the wide gate that looks nice and smooth. The narrow gate is a bit rough and it can be rough. But at the end of that gate, we will get to see what we have been struggling and persevering for in this life. So, brothers and sisters, I say thank you for listening. And I pray that what I have spoken about today, you know, the Lord will just prick on your heart. The Holy Spirit will convict you because we are living in the end times. We are living in the last days. When you see what's happening around us, surely something within you must say, no, this thing, what the, what the Bible is saying is actually true. And as always, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the countenance of the Lord forever rest upon you and give you peace. And I say, shalom, shalom, shalom. And have a blessed day, everyone. Bye.